This episode of the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey is brought to you by Retro Days. Sign up now for your free profile at retro-daze.org. From there, you can visit the forum or contribute articles which earn points towards fun prizes in the Retro Days Point Store. Click over from today's show notes and begin the fun at Retro Days. And by oldtimecandy.com. Travel down sweet memory lane with Decade Candy gift boxes. Choose your favorite decade from the 1950s up through the 1990s and receive an assortment of retro goodies. Click the link in today's show notes and enter the code OTC0521 and save 10% now through the end of 2021 at oldtimecandy.com. The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! Yes, it's the Retro Network Time Machine back once again to take you on a journey to your pop culture past. Your travel buddies on this journey are Jason here and, of course, Mickey. How you been, man? I've been second-guessing myself today. And why is that? Well, I took my, I was telling you off the air, I took my oldest driving yesterday. She's about to get her license. And while she's driving some back roads, I started telling stories associated with that back road. Before Uh-oh. I knew it, I had told her about all my uh, escapades. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you and ended each driving. one with like, don't tell mom, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. Oh, no. Hell, she knew about a lot of them. But I, I did tell her, I was like, you know. I'm not telling you all this to glorify it or anything. I shouldn't be here right now. <laughs> I was blessed and lucky. I wasn't killed doing some of that stuff. Yeah. Let this be a learning experience. Do not do what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff I've done would make Bo and Luke go, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down there, bud. Take it easy. <laughs> I don't think I was ever that dangerous, but uh, I do remember one time me and my bud Wyatt, we had our little hangout joint that was, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 miles away from our hometown. And <laughs> on the way back, it is dark, it's foggy, we're going up a hill, and we ran over a deer. <laughs> he is, we're in this little hatchback. And it's stuck in fourth gear. Like it ruined the gearbox, so we cannot shift out of fourth. And we had to pull off. And we actually knew nearby our principal from the school lived nearby and had to give us a ride home. <laughs> mm. That's a night I'll never forget. Just stuff like that, you know, that happens when you're out driving in the country. You know, you know, you happen upon a deer in the fog and oh no, you know. <laughs> Didn't quite make that turn quick enough. Good times driving. Yeah, I've been taking the boy out as well. Had to get uh, four tires on his car. <laughs> I was telling Mick off the air, those tires cost more than what we paid for the car, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, we still uh, still have not fixed the back door handles on the car. So you have to open the two back doors from the inside. Well, it probably makes it more aerodynamic that way. Right. Yeah, of course. 
<laughs> you could, you, you already just, those door, door handles. You already yeah. just weld the door shut anyway, making crawling through yeah, the window. Yeah, uh, there's an idea. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> he's not of the age to have seen it, so you have to teach him how to properly do a hood slide. You know, like he comes out of work and just slides across the hood stuff. We tried all that crap. Did you try all that crap when you were? I still do it. Yeah, you still do. I could see you pulling into work and just whoosh, across the hood, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun week. We've been uh, all sick at this house and got over it. And my voice has been a little crazy so if i sound a little bit different or uh you hear me pause for about <laughs> 30 seconds in between that's me coughing hitting the cough button but we'll get through it man we're gonna have fun this week we got uh, uh one of our well, well we'll let mick announce it as i've been doing where are we going this week in time mick all over the past where the chronoscopes or the 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 sands of time whatever you want to say it are going to take us in many places because it's time for another round of quiz show, retro quiz show. What do we call this? Retro quiz show? I've just been calling it a quiz show, but okay. yeah. we can add well, a quiz show. adjective to it. This is our fourth time doing this. I really have fun with these shows, and it seems like our uh, our listeners enjoy them as well. What was it? Tiny, you said, reached out and said he liked the quiz shows? He didn't just reach out. We had breakfast, and he told me sitting across the table that he enjoyed the quiz shows. Yeah. The, the play-along ability when you're listening. Yeah, it is fun. I think we should make it maybe uh, a monthly thing or something just to keep it fresh. And it's just so random that it makes it nice for even the neat freak that I am, the uh, the outline freak that I am, trying to come up with notes and everything. It's fun just to kind of go off the rails and don't know what's going to be next. You know, mm-hmm. We're going to do a little bit of that in After Hours, too, today. But anyway, let's uh, jump in the time machine. We'll start the quiz show. All right, so here we are. Uh, Mick is our returning champion. Won the last round. And uh, I guess we'll give you the option of whether you want to go first or make me go first. We'll make you go first. Okay. And just as a refresher, if you haven't listened to our quiz shows before, first to 10 wins. But if the other person is one behind, they have a chance to tie and send in an overtime. And also, if you're not have not heard this before, we pull these trivia questions from the Trivial Pursuit Pop Culture Edition that came out in 2000. Yes. And uh, we go straight down the card. Movies, television, music, sports and games, buzz, and fads. So, keeps it fair that way. Absolutely. You ready to start? All right, hit me, man. <clears throat> Movies. What former agent bolted from Creative Artist Agency in 1995 for a short-lived, disastrous stint at Disney? Uh, Tim Burton? No, Michael Ovitz. Okay. Disney itself was a flaming dumpster fire through the early and mid-90s anyway. So. Yeah. All right. Goose egg on the board for me. Here's your movie question. Who played vice president to Harrison Ford's commander-in-chief in Air Force One? Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no. 
It was a, it was a lady. Oh. You remember? Morgana Freeman. Glenn Close. No. I watched that movie once, like way back when it came out. So no, I don't remember it. I've got a great <clears throat> Air Force One story that maybe we'll save for uh, when we do our next uh, movies podcast. And here's a tip to you folks listening out there. If you're, doing, if you're doing any kind of quiz show or something and you don't know the correct answer, you can get style points for coming up with a creative, funny answer. Uh, you'll have to listen to our outtakes episode when it drops to hear one of my <laughs> answers from the last time we played this that did not yeah. make the air. And that, that outtake actually dropped last Friday as you're listening to this. So Ooh. all you uh, VIPs, you can hear what he uh, what he said that uh, Jack Nicholson uh, saw on that one movie. Anyway. Anyway. Television. What famous rocker played piano for William Shatner in some ads for Priceline.com? Famous rocker played piano. I don't know that I'd call this person a rocker per se, <laughs> but. I'm trying to think of a famous piano player. I don't think that would have been Elton John. Uh, let me try. Lionel Richie isn't a rocker. I'll say Elton John. Incorrect. Ben Folds. Oh. From the Ben Folds 5. Ben Folds 5, yes. I would not call I, that a rocker. Yeah. I, don't, I, I kind of wouldn't either. All right. TV. Ooh. Kind of a sports question, too. Ooh. What is the 1968 Jets Raiders football game that was preempted by NBC in its final the, minutes, commonly the, known as the Heidi Bowl? I'll give it to you. The Heidi game. Yeah. Oh, the Heidi game. Well, yeah, I guess it goes by both. But yeah, the, it was a blowout and it was time for the movie Heidi to start. And they didn't want kids calling and being upset. So they switched the game and. Uh, who was it? The, the Raiders that came back and scored two touchdowns in the final minute and a half to win the game. Was it Something really like that much? I didn't think it was quite that that far behind. But yeah, anyway, yeah, that was the famous. Probably since that game, they've always let the games play out. You know, pretty much oh, to the end. They so. did because they got so many complaints about it. It was mm -hmm. made a network rule at that point that <laughs> everything would be preempted. All right. One All right. Mickey's up one to nothing. Dog. Yep. Music. Oh, this is, you might get this one. We'll see. What are the first names of Crosby, Steele's, Nash, and Young? Okay. So it's Neil Young. Correct. Uh, David Crosby. Yes. Stephen Stills. Yes. Oh, shoot. Um, I don't know Mr. Nash. Um, it's not Kevin. BC Nash. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Graham. Graham Nash. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Dang, can I get like 0.75? Sure. <laughs> not that it's going to matter. <laughs> Dang, I was so close. I'll even give you, I'll do you one better than that. I'll give you 0.95. How about that? <laughs> so I'm leading one to 0.95. <laughs> one nothing. That's fine. Uh, music. According to a 1980 hit, 
What does Chrissy Hind keep in her pocket? Uh, Here comes an outtake. <laughs> uh, I don't know. A rocket. <laughs> brass. brass. Brass in my pocket. Uh, did you say brass or grass? Brass. Brass. Okay. Well, grass would make more sense. <laughs> I just, the rocket thing come from an old Jimmy Valiant and him and uh, Rocky Soul Man Johnson were tag team partners in Memphis. He used to start his interviews by saying he had the rocket in his pocket. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. anyway, sports and games. Oh, here's your one. What bodybuilding title did Arnold Schwarzenegger hold from 1970 to 1975? Mr. Universe, right? Mr. Olympia. Oh, shoot, man. I thought you were going to get that one. So close. We'll give you point two, so you're at point nine. (laughs) (laughs) No decimals, man. No math in this game. All right. Your uh, sports and games question. What 1980s video game character was chased by Ugg? Wrong way and Coily the Snake. Uh, Frogger. Eh. Man, Hubert. Hubert. Well, that was going to be my ninth guess. <laughs> I would add that one, man. Well, you'll get this next one, though. So don't worry. Buzz category. What does Jay Leno collect? Cars. Oh man, I thought she was going to get that pocket lint. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you're correct. It is automobiles. Pocket lint. Yeah. We was it you I was talking to and telling about the some of the ones that I've seen on Jay Leno, mm-hmm. the his YouTube channel. He's out riding the freaking uh, Batman tumbler down the street. Well not riding, actually driving the thing. I'm like, hey, I'm Jay Leno. I just want to take this out for a spin from your museum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's so crazy, man. I wish I had that kind of pull, you know. <laughs> walk into a museum and he had a he took a bandit out too i saw i watched that one that's the only one you would need that sounded awesome too he took it out on the street all right buzz category for you what rocker created controversy when he married his 13 year old cousin jerry lee lewis correct then uh it wasn't long after that he wrote great balls of fire <laughs> Oh, Lord. What a true story. <laughs> anyway, fad question. Oh, man. What was the first Bond Bell Lip Smacker flavor introduced in 1973? Okay, say that again. What was the first Bond Bell Lip Smacker flavor introduced in 1973? Bond Bell Lip Smacker. I got no idea what that is. I'll say strawberry. You would be correct. I'm guessing it's a lip gloss or something. It sounds like something those... Lip smacker. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like one of my seltzer flavors. Man, we're tied at two. (laughs) Yep, and we're uh, finishing out the card, so... We're doing better this time. You can stay ahead here. I don't know about this one. Let's see. What 70s fad had slang such as barley pop, pregnant roller skate, and Kojak with a Kodak? Hmm. What 70s fad had slang such as barley pop, 
Pregnant Roller Skate, and Kojak with a Kodak. I got two guesses, but I'm going to go with one. Uh, Yo-Yo. Incorrect. What was your other guess? Hula Hoop. It was actually CB Radio. Oh, well, that was what? <laughs> Who wrote that question? I have no idea. I had never Kojak heard those phrases. A, a Kojak with a Kodak, yeah. That's a, a cop with a radar gun. Yeah, I should have got that one. What's a pregnant roller skate? The hell if I know. <laughs> like a box truck? Maybe. I don't barley, know. barley pop. I don't know what that is. All right. <laughs> that card is done, and we are tied to two. Uh, movies, movies, movies. What publication in Sid Hudgens, a.k.a. Danny DeVito, the publisher, photographer and writer for in L.A. Confidential? Oh, um... Uh, I want to say Hush Hush magazine. You would be correct. Good job. But he says he says uh, off the record on the QT and very hush hush. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh gosh, you got to watch it, man. You got to put that on your list too. From all those nineteen ninety nine movies we just talked about, I love it, man. It's so good, so well done. The acting was great. All right, movies for Mick. Who is the villain that the three amigos are summoned to defeat? I've never seen it, so uh, I have no idea. El Guapo. Well, how about that? I'm not sure I would have pulled that one. I've seen it, but it's been years. I was going to guess El Grande Pistolero. (laughs) Television for Jason. Ooh, who was the first regular character on The Simpsons to be killed off? Regular character to be killed off. Um, Barney. Nope. Bleeding Gums Murphy. Don't know who that character is. He's the one that played the saxophone. He was the... Yeah, okay. Um, okay, TV, let's see, what's the score? I'm leading three to two, so you can tie it up here. Who was the groom on Who Wants to Marry a Multimillionaire? <laughs> Lord, I have no idea. Uh, Ricky Martin. Close. Rick hmm. Rockwell. It's probably farther away than you thought. <laughs> Who wants to marry a multimillionaire? I don't remember what the was that like a bachelor and the guy was supposed to be like super rich or something. I guess I have no idea. One of them crazy reality shows. Uh, music. Ooh, what band performed the theme song to The Sopranos? Oh, it's a great theme song. Um. <laughs> Born Under a Bad Sign was the theme song, but who sung it? Yeah, it's two words, I think. Uh, it's like it's like Loaded Gun or something. I can't remember. I give up. A3. A3? Really? Mm-hmm. Which stood for Alabama 3. Okay. Well, I've, been, I've come close to hitting start on the Sopranos again. 
it's been a while since I watched it. Uh, okay, music for Mick. Under what name did the 60s musical eccentric Don Van Villay record? Under what name? Under what name did 60s musical eccentric Don Van Villay record? Captain Tennille. Oh, so close. Captain Beefheart. Oh. <laughs> Who comes up with these questions? Captain Beefheart. Man, that's going to be my new CB handle. <laughs> Mick changes his name over on uh, the VIP lounge. Mm-hmm. Captain yeah. Beefheart. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, sports and games. You still lead three to nothing. Three to two. Three to two. That's what I meant. What beverage is traditionally drunk by the winner of the Indianapolis 500? Milk. You would be correct. They're starting to run away with it here. You're just a couple behind. Yeah, I we always went to my grandparents' house on Memorial Day, and my dad and my grandfather would be we'd be in the living room. We'd turn on the Indianapolis 500, and by like the 30th lap, they're napping. They're they're gone. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there watching the thing. Why would you watch the Indianapolis 500 when the Coca-Cola 600 from NASCAR was on at the same time? I don't know. It was my grandfather's TV. That's Richard and you didn't, Pedy, and you didn't touch it. Come on. When did they start running the Brickyard? It, it was. I remember it being like in our lifetime when they decided to start running NASCAR in Indianapolis, right? Oh, it was 1994. Was it? Jeff Gordon won the first one. Yes. All right. Um... We're on sports and games. Sports and games. Oh, you got a tennis question. Oh, shit. That ain't a sport. (laughs) What tennis star was stabbed in 1993 by a deranged fan of Steffi Graf? Uh, Monica Seles? Yes. Yeah. Pulled it out. Mm hmm. Okay. Three to two. Three to two. Or four to to three. Four to three now. Four to three. Buzz. Oh, he got another easy one. What university did Regis Philbin attend? Oh, I should know this. Um, hmm. I'm going to say Notre Dame, but I don't think it's right. You would be correct. The University oh. of Our Lady. Nice. He looks like a leprechaun. It makes sense. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I'm out of control. Okay, buzz for Mick. Another sports question. What professional sport is Paul Newman actively involved in? Or was involved in? Auto racing. Correct. Mm -hmm. And damn good at it, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember him being involved with it. He played a mighty good Doc Hudson. He played a good everything. Paul Newman was great. Cool hand Luke. Towering Inferno. I just saw that was on. I, I got recommended that on Amazon uh, Prime. Amazon oh. Prime. That's right. Oh, so what is it now? Five, four? Five to four. All right. Fad. <laughs> Which Teletubby did Reverend Jerry Falwell believe to be gay? Uh, Tinky Winky. You would be correct. <laughs> oh, God. I'm surprised you even knew any other names. That's the only one. I can't tell you anymore. Now, how he could think one was gay and not think the others were? I mean, what? Yeah. What? What were the others doing that he's like? Nah, they're cool. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. This one has this pointy thing on his head. This other one has this big circle on his head. And yeah, anyway. Six to four. <laughs> Six to four. Uh, this is in fads. What was the name of the bracelet that curled around your wrist when flicked? Slap bracelet. I'll take it. Their answer was slap wrap. Well, we but used to call them slap bracelets. That's what I know them as, slap bracelets. Yeah. We're doing much better this time than we have in any previous round of quiz show. Six to five. We've only been through two cards. Yep, that's pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Movies. What town is filmmaker Michael Moore from? Uh, I don't know where he's from, but he's going to go to hell, be my guess. <laughs> What town is he from? Um, shoot, I don't know. Baltimore, Maryland. Flint, Michigan. Who the heck knows trivia about Michael Moore? You other only than lost by about uh, 500 miles. All right, back around to movies. Who was Chan Wang, who was played by Jackie Chan, trying to rescue in Shanghai Noon? Uh, his sister. I I don't know if this character is his sister or not. I need a name. Well, what's her name? I'll tell you if it was a sister. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I, I'm pretty sure it was his sister, but I don't know what her name is. Uh, I don't know how to say P E I Princess P P <laughs> Pepe. Princess Pepe? I don't know. I've never seen Shanghai Noon. Hmm. We're getting some crazy uh, names out tonight. Captain Beefsteak and Princess Pepe. <laughs> Beefsteak. <laughs> <laughs> it was Beefheart. Captain Whatever. Beefheart. <laughs> oh, what are we up to? Television. 6-4? Still 6-4. 6 6-5. 6-5. Oh, yes. That's, hmm. What was the Cylon's obedient catchphrase on Battlestar Galactica? Um, no idea. I've never watched Battlestar Galactica, so we'll say acknowledge. Nope. By your command. By your command. Acknowledge is what uh, Jerry Seinfeld wanted to say to the people in the hallway when he walked past them. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's see. Television for you. What does Hank Hill sell for a living? Propane and propane accessories. That is correct. Because butane is a bastard gas. <laughs> uh, so we All are tied up. Way. Six to six. Music. Good luck here. What 60s band featured Rod Stewart, Ron Wood, and Ronnie Lane? Oh, the, um, give me a second. The Faces. Correct. Damn. Dang, I just tied it up. I know my Rod Stewart history. Yeah, you would. Um, we're in music. What duo sang Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Elmo and Patty. I'll give it to you. Elmo and Patsy. Patsy. Hmm. 
Alrighty. Good job. Sports and games. What heavyweight champion was buried in Arlington National Cemetery at the request of President Reagan? Hmm. My champion. Uh, Joe Lewis. You would be correct. Oh, wow. What a guess. What a guess. We are doing very good. Okay, it's eight to seven. You can tie it up with uh, around sports and games, right? Mm-hmm. What famous game did Gary Gygax help invent in the 70s? What game did he help invent in the 70s? Mm-hmm. Gary it, Gygax. It don't say like popular game or what famous game. Famous. Okay. Well, that's in the 1970s. Hmm. Gary Gygax. Gary Gygax. Uh, Hala. No. All the collective nerds have sighed. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay. Well, see, to some of us, that's not a game. I, <laughs> I wouldn't have known it either, so <laughs> just give me a hard time. Buzz, what was the name of the boat where Gary Hart was caught with Donna Rice? The name of the boat where Gary Hart was caught with Donna Rice? Um... Captain Beefheart was the captain of the ship, by the way. <laughs> the love boat. I have no idea. Monkey business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a fitting. Um, buzz for Mickey. It's eight to seven. You can tie it up here. From what film did actor Michael Caine get his stage name? Citizen Kane. Nope. Good guess, though. Uh, the Kane Mutiny. Oh. So obvious. Yes, very. <clears throat> oh, boy, here's a tough fad question for you. Soybeans became downright trendy when Japanese restaurants began serving them under what moniker? Um, dragon pellets. I have no idea. Edamame. Edamami. Edamami, whatever. Edamami, edamami. Potato, potato. All right. Still tied up. In fads. What 70s therapy movement involved being in a room for 15 hours while people verbally abused you? Uh, Muskris. The answer is EST therapy. I don't know Mm. what EST means. Extreme swearing and torture. You know how good I would be at that. You would be that. That needs to be your full time job, dude. It does. Open up like a therapy practice there locally, and get your ass in here and sit in the chair. <laughs> Put your hand down. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Just start with like teenagers. You would. You would rock at that. Oh, boy. Here we go. Movies. 
What kind of adult suburban party leads to infidelity in the ice storm? <laughs> say, say the question again. What kind of adult suburban party leads to infidelity in the movie The Ice Storm? Uh, a pool party. Oh, a key party. Key party. You ever been to a key party? No. Hmm. Can't say I have. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Pleading the fifth? I'll take a drink. <laughs> All right. The movie question for Mick, you can tie it up at eight. What drama starring Ben Kingsley as a psychotic gangster trying uh, starred Ben Kingsley as a psychotic gangster trying to coordinate a heist? Um, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. I'm sorry. The correct answer is Sexy Beast. Mm. Okay. I've seen that one. <laughs> Probably something that was on up all night once that I may have not been home for. <laughs> Television. What was the name of Henry Rush's comic book on Too Close for Comfort? Gosh, no idea. Uh, the Tarantula Kid. I have no idea. Cosmic Cow. Cosmic Cow. It's not a show I remember watching. Me either. Um, TV. You should be able to tie this up right here. What's the most common nickname? For the CBS logo. The I? Correct. Oh, looky there. I did eight. Well, you'll be able to take the lead here. On what day of the week did Duran Duran promise a new moon? New moon on Monday. You would be correct. All right. Here uh, is a music question for you. What drink does Kiss prefer Served cold, as sung about in 1974. What drink do they prefer? What drink does Kiss prefer served cold, as sung about in 1974? And you can't phone a friend. Uh, uh, revenge. Gin. Gin. Well, who the hell would drink it hot? <laughs> I don't know. This is it, man. Yeah. For the win. Oh, you think you're going to win. Sports and games. What, what futuristic year was the final level of the video game Time Pilot set in? Dear God. Uh, 2118. 2001. Not so futuristic now, is it? No. Well, I'm guessing the game <laughs> must have come out in the 70s or 80s or something, and it would have been futuristic then. <laughs> it could have been. All right, get it back to a tie in sports and games. What event at a 1979 Chicago White Sox game resulted in a stadium-clearing riot? Uh, read it again. What event at a 1979 Chicago 79. White Sox game? Uh, disco Demolition. Disco Demolition Night. You are correct. I don't uh, actually, remember that at all. Tell me about I, that. 
<laughs> well, I will. I actually started when I was at mom and dad's writing a feature about that for the retro network. Really? Yes. So when you said I had to hear the year again, so yeah. we're tied up, right? Tied at nine. What are we on buzz? We are on buzz. Yes. Okay. Ooh. What political party was Howard Stern, the New York gubernatorial candidate for? Uh, Republican. Oh, the Libertarian Party. Libertarian. I can get the win right here. Who started? I started, didn't I? Yeah. Yep. All right, here it goes with Buzz. What covert government agency does actor Steven Seagal claim to have been a member of? Like in real life. I assume so. Um... CIA. You got it. Oh. You I'm got like, it. Because I know in like the Under Siege movies, he was just special forces. So I didn't know if it was <laughs> right, real yeah. life or if it was. <laughs> well, that's uh, Mr. Seagal oh, for you. Oh, man. If you could have made it one more question. What short shorts are named after Catherine Box's 80s TV show character? <laughs> that's Yeah. Daisy Duke. Mm. Hey, I've won two in a row. But We're I think you would have got overall. I think you would have gotten the next one though to win it back. What kind of animal was General Mills's fruit brute? A wolf. Werewolf. Yep. Yeah. Well, you are the champion once again. Two to two. That's right. Yeah, because this is our fourth game, and we've each pulled uh, two in a row. So we didn't go through near as many cards this time, though. No, let's see. Last time, what did I say? We went through like 20 questions or something or 22 or. It was a lot. 23 this time. So I guess it's about the same. It seems like it was more last time. I mean, it just kept going and going and going last time. (laughs) Well, you are the champion once again. Congratulations, sir. I'm going to have to check out more about this Captain Beefheart guy. Yeah. I, I wouldn't uh, Google it if I were you, but <laughs> oh, I'm doing it right now. Well, you can tell us about what it uh, what it is in after hours. How about that? He's not an attractive man. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump in the time machine and uh, we'll talk about what's coming up in after hours later today. All right, well, thanks for joining us once again for our quiz show. Congrats goes out to Mick. He's a back-to-back champion now. Mm-hmm. We still haven't figured out if we're going to do... We, we should have, like, a belt or something, you know, like a championship belt. Nah, not, not for champion. No. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we hope you enjoyed the time jumping. Uh, let us know how you did on some of these questions. If we were just uh, way off, <laughs> we should have uh, had some of those or... If, uh, if you did any better than we did with guessing. And you can tell us over on Twitter this week, at TRN Social, our personal accounts, at RD80s, at Yesterdayville. Uh, if you use Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate a quick star rating and review. Help us climb up the charts, as uh, some of our fellow podcasts are on the Retro Network. And coming up in After Hours, uh, Mick was a little bit uh, busy this week, we'll say. So I offered to uh, take control 
and uh, try a, an idea that I had for an after hour show, which is going through the Guinness World Records for a particular year. And Mick is going to give me a random year. I haven't even looked anything up. And we're going to go over to the World Records website and punch in the year. And we'll try to find some of the most obscure and weird stuff that people broke the record for in that year. Should be right pretty off, entertaining. Right off the top of my head, we'll say 1990. 1990 is. The turn of the decade. Okay. We'll be looking up the 1990 Guinness World Records in after hours for you so please come over there if you are not a vip we would uh, appreciate your support on patreon forward slash the retro network and uh sign up at that five dollar level and get over 100 podcasts now in the vip vault so we uh hope to see you over on after hours but if you don't until next week for mickey it's jason we'll see you in time All right. Well, you got your cards ready. I do. Give them a quick shuffle. Shuffle them up good. All right. She don't know I me got... at shuffling. I can keep the same cards in the same place when I'm shuffling. <laughs> Bring it on. I'm an old, I'm an old uh, card trick pro. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.